Good afternoon. Welcome back to Dr. Drill's Making Motivation podcast. I want to share with you a story, a very shocking um, experience that I just had. I want to go stop at my office and drop off some mums, put them in in the hanging baskets, try to beautify the office a little bit. As I left the office and proceeded down the main road, Broad Street, there was a box truck in the middle of the road. Very high-traveled road. The box truck seemed to be at a crawl, maybe. A man stepped out in front of it and laid down in front of it. Man seemed like 50s, 60s, probably a decade younger than that, because he was obviously on drugs, an addict of some sort, and so I parked the truck, and I stepped out into the, into the road as other people gathered, the driver of the box van and other drivers who apparently just before that guy was driving proceeding in in another type of van it's like a work van coming the other way and the guy stepped out there too looked like he was trying to commit suicide death by auto and so I stand in the road in the front before this huge box truck like a moving van it's a freezer truck of some sort dripping fluids like air conditioning condenser onto the onto the uh, from the from the freezer compartment I remember that was dripping along the corner front corner of the box van forget the name of the the company or whatever maybe frozen goods frozen fish frozen meats whatever the fuck you're doing I stand in, in the front of the driver's side of this freaking ginorm, ginormous box van. And there's a guy curled up on the ground. Clearly had not been hit by the truck. But is quivering in the fetal position as I stand over him. As I stoop over to try to get a sense of what's going on. It was very peculiar because if there had been an injury, you know, if he had been hit even slightly, could have by a box van, by a vehicle of that size, could have certainly put a hurting on him, killed him. But there was no impact. In this collision, anticipated collision, or the one prior to, the guy had just run out in front of the van, in front of the vehicle, and just laid down on the ground. And here I am stooping over him and trying to get some answers, you know, trying to get a sense, is there any blood... Are there any fluids? This guy been hit? Any sign of contact? And there was none. And I saw his eyes open, shaking, quivering on the ground. I said, Bud, are you okay? Are you all right, man? He didn't respond. I checked him, checked his pulse. It was frantically beating. I could see that he had no teeth in his head. He was panting, 
in the fetal position on the ground. I said, are you okay? We're in the middle of the road, dude. Did you get hit? And he said that he did. But once again, he most certainly had not been hit. I said, can you stand? Because we're in the middle of the road. Let's get on this side. So I, I brought him over to the curb and had him take a seat. He immediately grabbed his cigarettes and pulled them out and started smoking the shit out of one so quickly that it was almost filter within a half a minute, it seemed like. I stayed with him for a couple more minutes while the police and ambulance arrived, and other drivers gathered around, and pretty soon their sympathy turned to, um, you know, resentment, kind of a pathetic, um, disgusted point of view. Police arrived, trying to gather their information. I had asked the guy what's going on. He told me his name, said he lived in this town over that I know. He explained where he lived. He was able to recite his address, his name, said he got some bad drugs, bad methamphetamine from a black man earlier today and he was feeling really crazy I guess sufficient to try to commit suicide and so that's where we're at that's what I just endured that's what I just experienced nobody seemed to want to have they, there's enough people around standing around saying that they could vouch for what happened or what didn't happen so I just hung around for a couple minutes and then left and nobody questioned me here's a guy, here's a human being curled up in the fetal position on the ground, so desperate that he wants to try to get hit by a truck. In order to kill himself and end the misery. And you wonder what makes you wonder what kind of experiences must this guy have had to warrant this sort of behavior, this sort of desperation. Scary, sad, crazy. Hope he's all right. I wish him peace. And I'm glad that he didn't get hit because it's a horrible thing to put a driver, an unsuspecting driver in that sort of predicament where they've hit you because you've put yourself in their way and decide to commit suicide by throwing yourself in front of their front tire. Fucked up, man. But real shit, it happened. Stay motivated. Good morning, motivators, for again, September 25th, 2018. Welcome back to Dr. Drill's Making Motivation Podcast. This is week two of DDIP 75, we'll call it. The Motivator Mummies, Count Drillkula's Motivator Mummies. So as I pull away from the gym, I've had to throw my shirt in the back of the pickup truck, as is my custom, because it's disgusting, sweaty, nasty. I'm tired, I'm fulfilled. I'm motivated, got the endorphins 
and enkephalins, so these neuropeptides circulating in my body, making me feel good, making me feel strong, motivated, like I put in the time, in the work, in the effort, 5 to 6 a.m., 05, the motivator mummies come alive. So what do we do today? So we like the Tabata format. So we put together some unique exercises in that format. You can go on YouTube and pull off uh, various Tabata clips that are typically eight cycles long. I believe they are 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. So you train for, you do particular exercises for 20 seconds, and then you rest for 10. Something like that, okay? It's an interval training. We pulled out the hitting skills targets, paired up. So I would hold the targets and you would strike. And then you would hold the targets and I would strike. That's two cycles. Then I would be tasked with performing, let's say, a push-up, while you would do a sit-up, and then you would do a push-up and I a sit-up. So that is four cycles. Straight punch is straight punch. Push-up, sit-up, sit-up, push-up. And we did that twice. Go through that cycle of exercises twice. Making one full Tabata eight-cycle workout. Pretty rigorous. So we did that with push-ups and sit-ups. We also did that with uh, the clap crunch and the mountain climber. Uh, we went over to these rolled-up gymnastics mats and did assorted exercises like a clapping push-up, um, like a hot stepper where you put your foot on top of the obstacle. Did that 50 times. Did a push-up with our feet up on the bolster. Push-up position there. Did kickbacks. Did uh, Ran up the stairs. I'm going to say 20 stairs. A flight of 20 stairs, we did that 10 times. So quite a bit of work right there. And we paired up, we did partner sit-ups, partner assisted leg lifts, partner shuttle runs 10 times, and we did a shitload of kettlebell training. For that, we did, let's say, shoulder shrugs, we did the tea kettle, we did Thrusting forward, overhead press, sumo style deadlift, bicep curl, skull crusher, chest press with a flutter kick. I mean, we did a shitload of work, man, and counting. So squeezed a lot of work into an hour. We've got a comprehensive exercise regimen there that incorporates flexibility, strength, cardio. Varied, interesting, fun, interactive. To start week two with a Motivator Mommy Platoon. Mental training for today. It's friggin' raining. Okay, it's going to rain all day. It's going to be a bit of a bummer. Traffic is going to be slow. People are going to be slow. Tempers, tempers are going to flare. People are not going to show up. They're going to show up late. They're going to complain about the weather. This is what people do. It's kind of human nature. 
what we want to do is, though, take this stress off our plate just by understanding that this is, fortunately, the blue planet is blue because it's got a shitload of water on it. 75% of the Earth's surface is covered in water, thankfully. A little bit of rain, it's helpful. Flowers grow. So just kind of embrace it. Do your best on a day that other people are going to be cowering and shielding themselves from the storm. Why not? And that's one less thing you, you don't have to worry about. You know, people sweat the small shit. Hear about an exercise where you take a list, you create two lists. One, of the, the title is stresses. Preventable stresses on one list and the other column is things you can't prevent. So you can't do shit about the weather. So just forget about it. Suck it up. Prepare. Going to take a little bit longer for you to get to work today. Like I said, people are going to be moping around. Hell with it. Elect not to do that. Be strong. Be friggin' motivated. Turn yourself to things that excite you today. Put on your favorite music. Have your favorite meals. Get your exercise in. Smile when other people frown. Turn on an uplifting podcast or an interesting podcast. or uh, Plan for the week ahead or, you know, dreams and aspirations, goals, vacations. Fun things. Wear a different outfit. Wear a bright outfit. Some people just do this naturally. I don't want to be wearing some black-ass outfit. Some dark, friggin' dreary outfit on a day like today. I want to be wearing a bright, shiny outfit that makes people happy when they look at it. People regard you differently, I bet. I want to be the man in black. I want to be friggin' look like something out of Margaritaville or some shit. Make yourself a conversation piece. But have a great day. Make it a great day. It's hard sometimes not to let the the world kind of press you down, suppress your, your motivation. But I'll tell you one thing. After a workout like that, my muscles, they are alive. My blood is flowing. And wherever that blood flows... My energy goes. So my brain is swimming. A lot of blood, red blood cells circulating in there. Providing oxygen and nutrients. Making me feel chipper, motivated, accomplished. Blood is flowing to my muscles. I feel good about my physical body. I feel capable. I just ran up friggin'... 20 flights of stairs times 10. I mean, I did friggin' 100 stair climbs. Plus all the running in between. Pretty fancy, you know. Feeling good. So get your training in. If you can't, for whatever reason, wake up at 05 to train, you can't become a motivator mummy. Listen, it's not for everybody. It's hard to do what we do. So I don't expect you guys to be tough as nails like the mummies 
but you need to get in your training somehow. Consider some of the exercises that I just talked about. Kettlebells, core workouts, stair climbs, stretching, and get it in throughout the day today. And you'll feel better, you'll be better, healthier, you'll be nicer, kinder to other people. It'll be harder than a woodpecker's lips. Yes, yes?